Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzida range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. I got an interesting bunch of questions from a lady on YouTube, a subscriber, a lady called Michelle from Arizona. Michelle's asking me a few different questions about leaky gut and the kind of things she needs to avoid you know, uh, in order to heal, in order to expedite healing, to feel better a lot quicker. So this one's for you, Michelle, and I've entitled this video, The 10 Leaky Gut Healing Mistakes to Avoid. So this is again based on a lot of experience and you know, seeing people for a long time with all kinds of digestive problems. So that's what we're going to talk about now. So these are the 10, some of the 10 key things I see as being obstacles to cure, obstacles to get you better. I don't usually like using the cure word, but obstacles that are in your path and hindrances to recovery. So what do you think number one is? Number one is something that I talk a lot about. It's drinking alcohol. So even drinking occasional alcohol over a period of three to six months is going to be a big obstacle in your way to recover from leaky gut. Notice how I put it up the top of the list number one, because in my opinion it's one of the most important ones, the most overlooked. And we're talking about even one drink per week or one drink per month. So really this is something that you want to avoid altogether in your quest to get well from any kind of digestive problem. This is not just leaky gut, we're talking constipation, we're talking diarrhea, we're talking parasites, we're talking candida, <clears throat> we're talking small intestinal and bacterial overgrowth, we're talking inflammatory bowel disease, we're talking food allergies, we're talking many different times, uh, types of problems that are affecting your GI tract. If you want to get well, you just have to stop this. So that's all I'm going to say about that matter. It's up to you, right? And then you'll say to me, but how long do I have to stop for? Well, how long is a piece of string? Is it an inch or is it a mile? I mean, it comes in all different lengths and shapes and sizes, doesn't it? You need to cut out the alcohol as long as you can. And particularly as we go through the list here, you'll understand how it forms part and parcel of many of the other things that we're going to bring up. But needless to say, we're looking at a period of minimum three to six months if you've got a leaky gut, okay? So point number two. <clears throat> Another mistake to avoid, not eating the correct way, okay, not eating the correct way. So eating correctly for leaky gut is more than just a bowl of bone broth once a day. It's more than just, you know, the kind of foods that you're going to eat. And we're going to bring up eating a little bit in this video because there's a lot about eating a leaky gut. But by eating not, not eating the correct way, some people, for example, are going to rely more on supplements. They're, they're going to take more probiotics to offset the bad effects of certain carbohydrates that they eat. In my book, I write about eating on instinct. So I like people to eat instinctively, so meaning that if a food makes them feel sick or bloated or bad, they avoid that kind of food. Remember, foods are like people in your life. You've got relationships with them. Some people you like and you hang around with. Some people you don't like, and you hang around less with. But some people are a pain in the ass. <clears throat> you don't like them at all, and they aggravate the hell out of you. Well, are you going to hang around those people or not? You're probably not. You're probably going to you know, be less available. Now, try and see foods a little bit like relationships. You've got relationships with them. 
Some are going to feel good for you. Some are going to feel bad. Some are going to feel terrible. So eat on instinct, right? Eat with your gut feeling. All right? Remember that. So your gut feeling may, for example, tell you that food A may be not on a particular list that you found on a forum or a blog or some kind of experts told you to eat this kind of food, but when you eat it, you feel bad. Then you should avoid that food. Always avoid foods that make you feel weird in any kind of way, regardless of what they are. That's what I call eating on instinct. And when you develop that instinct, if you're chewing food properly, you're selecting the right foods for you personally, not for what some blog or forum or book says, you're going a long way towards eating correctly. Now you know that having fries and soda is not a good idea, for example. You don't need to have an instinct about that unless, you're a, unless you think it's a plank. You don't need to you know, be told that kind of stuff. So you know that you've got to avoid the kind of junky kind of crap. I've done enough videos on this YouTube channel to show you guys what kind of foods, in my opinion, are the best foods to eat. So go back and have a look at those foods because I'm not going to just go on and on about what to eat on this video. But eating the correct way and eating long enough um, is the best way for leaky gut. Simple foods are the best foods. In my opinion, a basic protein and maybe a salad or some vegetables is enough for a meal. So simplistic meals tend to heal the gut a lot more readily than complicated meals. Point number three thinking that only diet and food nutrition will fix the problem. So some people are so anal and focused on food and so anxious about food. We'll talk again about that a bit later on. But their whole focus is on what they eat, right? Now food, small as you may not agree with me, but food only forms a small part of healing the leaky gut. You've got much bigger fish to fry than just diet alone. There are a lot more things that make up the sum of healing that gut apart from just what you put in here. Right? So that's a very, very narrow approach if you think that purely what you eat will fix up the gut. In my opinion, it forms maybe 5 or 10% of healing the leaky gut. But if that 5 or 10% is not there or incorrect, you're not going to heal anyway. Right? So there are a lot of reasons why you need to eat the right kind of food. But I can tell you now, based on seeing a lot of people, it doesn't form the overwhelming reason why you're going to recover or not. I see many people recover with poor gut function, even on diets that I didn't think were fantastic, but they still fully recovered. And that's experience, I can tell you. It really works for some people. Right, point number four. Let me just have a look what I've written down here. This is an interesting one. This links up with point three, thinking about the minute. I see this with many patients over the years. People get really anal and they get really reductionist, you know, thinking that the whole problem is GMO foods. It's all because they ate some food that was GMO and their gut was destroyed. Thinking their entire gut problem is because of mercury fillings or oxalates in the diet or because they're eating foods that are high in histamine, you know, or because of specific types of reasons in their diet why they've got this gut problem. So they tend to reduce things down to one thing and that becomes the whole problem. They become anally obsessed and focused about that one particular thing. They may even seek out a doctor who's an expert in mercury, an expert in histamine, just to fix that one thing. And then they realize it didn't make any difference at all. So don't get bogged down with one tiny little thing, because it usually doesn't make that much difference in the big scheme of things. Point number five, expecting a bunch of pills to seal the deal. Supplements alone will not fix up leaky gut. 
leaky gut needs to be addressed with correct way of thinking, correct way of eating, correct way of living. It needs to be addressed on a whole wide range of different topics. You're not going to fix this by popping a probiotic in your mouth every five minutes. It's not going to do it. Supplements do form an important part of the process, but they are not the main thing that's going to get you better. Failure to address the underlying causes is number six. So we've done other videos before on causes of leaky gut. One of the primary causes is antibiotics. Other causes could be antibiotics in food, right? eating a lot of commercial poultry, eating deep fried poultry from these commercial chains. Not a good idea if you've got leaky gut. High stress, not chewing properly, poor lifestyles, not sleeping properly, spending too much time on the internet. All these sorts of things could be potentially underlying causes. So it's good for you to examine your diet and lifestyle in detail. Have a good think about what could be improved. If you're failing in business and you talk to a business mentor or an accountant, often he or she will sit down and say, well, you know what, Michelle, the way I see it, this isn't really right about your business. And I think X, Y, Z are some of the problems behind it. So maybe you need to get some professional advice or get you know another pair of eyes on your case or someone to look at it objectively and say, well, I think this could be a big problem for you. And you know what? We don't often think that our lifestyle is imperfect. We think we've got the perfect lifestyle until we talk to somebody else and they'll point something out and say, well, this might, this might need a fix-up. Right. Point number seven, thinking. Um, okay, so thinking. What, so point number seven, basically the point I'm trying to make here is that your way of thinking has a big effect on the gut. So this links up to the last point really with stress, but thinking can have a big effect on leaky gut. We call the gut the second brain. We've got the primary brain and the second brain. When you're feeling sick for a long time and you've got a gut problem, <clears throat> stress can come in between you. And the way you think about things, you can be obsessed about foods, you can be obsessed about pain, you can be obsessed about supplements, you can be obsessed about going to forums or blog sites or things like that. So you're thinking too much about the problem. You're thinking way too much about the problem. How about taking your mind away from the gut and away from you know some forum for more than an hour or a day or a week? How about going outside and enjoying living and stop your way of thinking? Stop this obsessive thinking about your health all the time. I've done a video on this, a quite a popular one that's had quite a few thousand views about stop thinking about how bad you feel all the time. Right? It's not a good idea. And of course, if you go to the internet and on social media, a lot of people are going to agree with you because they feel like crap, you feel like crap. So you can talk about all the time about how you feel like crap together. And that will just keep you in that crappy pool the whole time. So you've got to get out of this way of thinking. All right, that's point number seven. Point number eight. We're talking about the 10 leaky gut healing mistakes to avoid, remember? Forgetting that lifestyle may play a huge role in leaky gut syndrome. This may play a bigger role than actually what you're eating. All right? Remember we said that food plays a maybe 10% role in leaky gut recovery? We could be looking at an 80-90% uh, component here with lifestyle and way of thinking. I got a fantastic email from a lady just before uh, living in a Mediterranean country who's been sick for a long, long time. And I'm going to just see if I can find her email here. And here it is, I received on the 31st of January. I'm not going to mention her name. Hi Eric, just an update. I've been doing um, your recommendations for a whole month now and changes have been amazing. 
guess what? I'm now weighing an amazing 54 kilos, which is about 108 pounds, a weight which I've never been able to get up to. My skin is looking healthy. I'm so much more energetic. I feel like a new person. Uh, what else does she say? Thank you for helping me find a way to my well-being, the greatest gift of all. Now, this lady's way of thinking was wrong. She wasn't thinking right. Her diet was amazing. She had an incredible diet. She probably ate better food than all of you guys out there looking at this video. She did everything right, but she wasn't thinking right. right? We spoke a lot about that. I've worked with her with a special person, special type counseling person. She's changing the way she thinks about things. Her weight's coming up and she's feeling amazing. I've seen this time and time and time again that many people have got the wrong way of thinking and that can prohibit them from healing. No matter how good the bone broth is, no matter how good the probiotics are, no matter how anally and scrupulous you are getting the right kind of organic food, if your way of thinking is wrong, it's all going to turn to crap. Right. Point number nine. Expectation of needing only 30 days to get well. Again, this comes back to the way of thinking. You may need longer than 30 days. You may need 60 days. You may need 90 days. You may need a whole year to get well. You need to do whatever it takes to get better. Time should not really become a factor for you. If you've been sick a long, long time watching this video, you need to forget about looking at your watch and saying, oh my God, it's been two weeks and I'm still feeling like crap. Remember that way of thinking? This brain affects this brain here. So you need to stop that. You need to entirely stop that. My experience tells me that things always take longer than you expect. Always. Anything worthwhile in life, double the time that you expect is going to happen and it will probably happen. And that counts for education, it counts for making money or business or for health or relationships, whatever you want in life, it always takes longer, it always costs more, and it always requires more effort. And those are the things in life that are really worthwhile doing. So therefore, as you get more experience and understand these concepts, allow yourself a lot of slack, allow yourself that to be in that, because if you keep kicking yourself up the butt all the time, I'm not well yet, I'm not well yet, you're going to really affect that gut. Remember, regardless of what you eat. Point number 10, it basically culminates all of the things we spoke about is stress. Stress is one of the biggest problems when it comes to leaky gut. The gut becomes extremely permeable and more problematic under the presence of high amounts of stress hormone cortisol and various other hormones that get produced. So the primary uh, action of the fight or flight syndrome or the stress axis is to make sure that our blood gets diverted from our digestive system to the peripheral parts of the body to evade or escape stress. That's the sympathetic mode. So if you keep kicking yourself up the butt, keep worrying about what you know exactly how the bone broth is made, keep being really concerned about food all the time, or think about it, or obsess about food, this to me is a stress. So you are in the fight or flight. You're decreasing your immunity. You're decreasing your movement of food through the GI tract. You're reducing your ability for your body to make digestive enzymes. All of these things are being caused because of stress. So, what have we basically said in these 10 videos? What we've basically said is, I want you guys to heal from leaky gut, to relax a heck of a lot more than you are, to eat on instinct, take your time, be a very patient person. Many of the comments I get on YouTube, uh, I see are very uh, from very impatient people. Get to the point, one guy said to me. So, you know, when you become a very impatient person and you've got a short fuse, it tells me that you're a high-stress person. 
and you've probably got a digestive problem. So supplements are important, we said, but they're not the be-all, end-all. Taking a good quality supplement, one or two things, is definitely going to help, particularly if you take them for a period of three to six months. It's going to really help. You may want to think about antimicrobials and probiotics, enzymes, things like that. Check out my Canzita range of Canzita Remove and Restore because they're going to help people with leaky gut tremendously. Low dose, three to six months, excellent outcome, particularly if you use the lifestyle factors that we discussed in this, uh, in this video. Because that's one of the most important things I want to get across. It's the same thing I said in my book. Recovery amounts to 75% of lifestyle you know, choices that you make. Leaky gut is something you can definitely heal from, and it shouldn't take any more than three to six months to get a full recovery from leaky gut. And what's the outcome of that? Way more health, like in this lady's case. Considerably healthy-looking skin, better sleep, better well-being, improved mood, just feeling better in general. And that's what a good life is all about. It's about feeling amazing, having amazing relationships with other people, being successful in, in your endeavors in life, and feeling very happy. And that's what I hope I've left you on, a happy note. And um, also a hopeful note saying that you can and will fully recover from leaky gut by following some of these tips I've laid out in this video. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.